Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hey, you guys, I am so excited to introduce you to Tara Hewson. Tara is a badass and she has worked with me in quite a few of my programs. And I was really excited to bring her on the podcast because she's just killing it with challenges and getting tons of people signed up for her challenges and then converting them really well and having 20K launches and 30K launches. So if you have been wondering how you can do challenges or use some type of strategy to grow your audience, nurture your audience and sell to them all at the same time, Tara is going to give you all of the information you need to do that. This episode is so freaking good. Um, And just so you know, Tara Hewson is a strategy coach who helps ambitious coaches and service-based entrepreneurs create, launch, and sell out their programs with ease. After hitting her first five-figure month just three months into her coaching business and scaling to multiple five-figure months six months later, she believes that creating and launching online programs is the key to creating financial freedom and is passionate about helping women do just that and she does an incredible job doing so. So enjoy this episode. I know you will. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to Tara Hewson, who has worked with me in a couple different programs and we've been connected for a little while. So I know that she's incredible and very, very excited to introduce her to you guys. So hi, Tara. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Okay. So today we are going to talk about using online challenges to sell your programs, your products, things like that. But before Mm -hmm. we dive into all of that, which I know people are going to be so excited for, because I've been getting asked a lot about that topic recently. (laughs) Um, tell us a little bit about you. Like, who are you? What do you do? Awesome. Okay. So I guess, um, I have been in business now for just over two and a half years. So when I first started, I, um, I just had my daughter. So my, um, and she was, how old was she? She was 18, sorry, she was 18 months when um, I started my business, but I was pregnant with my son at the time. So I was due to have him, um, I was 36 weeks pregnant. I remember when I launched my business. <laughs> um, and so when I launched my business, I was actually working as a CV writer or a resume writer um, and doing freelance work as well. So um, I did that for, just around 12 months before I decided to move into the coaching space. So when I was working as a resume writer and a freelancer, um, I 
realized that, especially being a resume writer, I was working with mums and helping them find jobs that, um, you know, were flexible and gave them um, all of the things that they wanted to be able to also be a mum at home um, and do all of those things. But what I found was, was that my passion was starting to change and I wanted to be able to teach mums how to have a home-based business like I did because I just loved what I was doing and I wanted them to have that real flexibility of having their own business, working from home, having something for them because I found that that's what my business was for me. It was really that thing that filled my cup. It was, um, and it still is to this day. And I just loved it so much. And I just wanted to teach other women how to do that too. And so that's sort of how I started to stem into, um, into doing business coaching. And so I started off by teaching women how to start a resume writing business um, and decided to create a program. So I didn't actually do any one-on-one coaching to start with. I just went smack bang into courses <laughs> and programs. Um, and so that's sort of how it all started. And so from there, um, I did my I did my first launch. I launched my program. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was sort of just winging it, turning up online and talking about it. Um, and with that launch, I had my first, I made $8,000 from that first launch, which for me at the time was incredible. I'd never made that kind of money um, in one hit. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I just sort of, from that, I just become really like, I was just so excited by that. I loved the thrill of launching. Um, and I love the fact that it was, that I was able to make a bigger impact and work with more women and, and really help them, um, create what I had created. And so that's sort of how it all started. And from there, um, I, launched a program the month after, which was on um, how to start a freelancing business. And from that, I had a $10,000 launch. And so, um, yeah, so that was my first five-figure month launch. um, And there was no strategy behind it. I just turned up and talked about it. um, And yeah, I just loved it from there. And so my business has really developed from there. Um, And so now um, I've sort of gone to that next stage in my business where I've been launching now for over 12 months. And since I, since I was launching organically and sort of just, as I said, winging it at the start and just showing up and talking about my program, I've now come up with a real structure to the way that I launch my programs. Um, And I love to use online live challenges. And since I've done that, I've never had a launch under $20,000. So um, it's... Yeah, it's just, it's changed my business. I love the fact, as I said, that I'm allowed, uh, that it allows me to make um, more of an impact and reach more people. Um, And yeah, and so now I've just really owned in on that. And that's the thing that I'm passionate about teaching is using live um, launches to, you know, to change people's lives and to um, have your best months because I don't feel like making big money in your business needs to take a long time. As I said, I had my first $10,000 launch three months into doing my, my, going into coaching. Um, and I, and I'm really passionate about teaching people how to do that as well. Wow. I love (laughs) this. And like you, you know, a lot of people have recently, like at the time of recording this, my daughter Ruby is four months old. And I always have people telling me like, Oh, Taylor, what you're doing is so incredible. And I don't know how you do it. And then I meet people like you that literally started their business pregnant or with a baby or both. (laughs) (laughs) And you just had your third baby, right? I did. Yeah. He's four weeks old. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So like, wow. Anybody that is a mom listening or who likes that part of my story, like, I feel like, I mean, you're just doing an incredible job with that. So like, 
raising babies, going through two different pregnancies while in your business and <laughs> literally diving right in with five figure launches and then very quickly going to these multiple five figure launches. How, um, did you say it was 12 months in when you had that first 20 K launch or like how long did it take you to get to that point? Cause I love this topic of like, it doesn't have to take a long time. Yeah, absolutely. So my first $10,000 launch was in November of 2018. Um, and then from there, so I, so yeah, so I'd been, that's sort of the second month that I was launching courses. Um, but the first time that I'd hit $10,000 months. And then from there, because I hadn't done any paid advertising at that point, I had no idea about Facebook um, ads. I had, yeah, I was completely, didn't know anything about funnels, didn't know anything about like, I guess the online marketing space apart from showing up and, you know, growing my audience organically. I sort of went, okay, I know that I love doing this. How can I make more of an impact? And so that's when I started to learn about Facebook ads. Um, and, and, and I really come up with the strategy of, doing a live challenge. And so the first live challenge that I did was in, um, in April, 2019. And that is when I hit, I hit $25,000 when I did my first launch that, that way. Amazing. That is so yeah. incredible. So that's when you started using the challenges, correct? Yes. Awesome. Right. Yep. <laughs> and you started getting much more strategic. So what feels like the difference between those first launches and when you really didn't have a strategy in place and now with the challenges and having this strategy in place, I mean, I'm assuming that it's felt probably more organized, but you tell me like, what's been the yeah. difference? And then we'll dive into like some of the top questions I've been hearing about challenges so that people can uh, get all their questions. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So I guess the main thing for me, um, but like between the doing it before I did the challenges, the challenges, I, the thing that I love about them is that it really allows you to one, get to know your audience, but it allows you to um, build your audience, nurture your audience and sell to them. So you're doing all three things, doing them really well. Um, but people are engaged and you are getting people results just through your free content. Um, and that is something that, you know, I've had people reach out to me and tell me that my free pro, my three, my, sorry, my free challenges alone, um, have changed their life or got their business started. And to be able to make that kind of impact just from doing free content, um, that, that has been like the real game changer, I think. And just the fact that I generally go for a five day challenge, um, three to five days. And I just feel like that five days, you really get to build connections with your audience. You get to know them on a deeper level and that helps you, um, you know, for the next time that you're going to launch your program as well. So I, that, that's, the, I guess, the main takeaway I've had since doing the live challenges. Amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yes. And sorry. And I was going to say, and the organization. So, yes. um, yeah, having that strategy and having, as I'll, I'll talk about shortly, um, doing the prep work beforehand. So having everything done, I felt organized going in. I knew what I was aiming for. I knew what I needed to sort of have in place to reach the goals that I wanted. Um, and that's been a game changer. And the thing is, the more that you launch, the easier it becomes because the first time that you do it, you have to do, there is a bit of prep work to it, um, but it frees up time and energy for when you are actually launching um, and doing the challenge 
Um, but the great thing is that once you've done it and you've created it for the first time, if you go on to launch that program again and again, you've done all of the hard work. And so it just becomes so much easier. It doesn't have to be hard. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people think is, um, you know, there's so much this, of this hype on the internet of, um, you know, launching, it takes so much time and you get burnout. And I don't feel like that's the case for me. Launching gets easier as I do it. Um, and it gets to be fun and it doesn't have to be hard. And that, that is why I love it. <laughs> I could not agree with you more. And yeah, I mean, that's what I'm telling people all the time too. Is like, as you keep doing it, it gets easier. And especially like, I don't know if you are at the point where you find yourself selling some of the same offers, um, multiple times. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I have. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is what I'm telling people all the time. It's like, as you keep launching these same offers over and over, and I love I love throwing in a new offer. Like, of course, as I'm inspired, but like people will ask me all the time, how are you launching so much? And it doesn't feel like that to me because when I'm launching something like Unleash or, um, the other handful of programs that I've had, you know, for a while, or even my membership, I mean, that's all kind of plug and play at this point, you know, and then everything else is kind of, um, as I call it with some of my clients, like just for funsies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's where there is maybe a little bit more work involved, but it's from a much more inspired place. So like, it's, it's really enjoyable. So I hope that people listening are really getting that like this, you diving into your first launch or your first really strategic launch or your first challenge, it may feel kind of tiring and like a lot of work for a moment, especially when it's mm-hmm. new and like, you're trying to figure out tech or unfamiliar things, but we'll talk about all this. Um, yeah. <laughs> it will get easier. That's the goal. That Absolutely. So, yeah, and I think, sorry, yeah. I was just going to say, I think on that, some people will always think, oh, I've got to be launching something new all the time. What am I going to come up with? And like you, I love creating new programs, but I think there's also something really special in building that momentum around the one program. So I know you have a Unleashed, which I've been through um, yeah. and, you know, it really builds, you know, relaunching it, it builds up that hype. People start to know um, unleashes your, you know, your core program and that builds buzz in itself as well. So I think some people, you know, are really hesitant because they think they have to keep coming up with new, um, new programs, but you don't have to. Um, there's many entrepreneurs out there that just launch the one program. They have their core signature program and that is okay as well. So, um, yeah, I've launched the two main courses that I had sort of two signature courses, which was my resume program and my, um, my VA, my VA program. They're now self-study because I'm in a new direction. Um, but I launched them over and over again, um, throughout, I guess, 18 months. And every time I had bigger launches. So, um, don't be afraid to, you know, launch the same program and let it be easy. Because as you said, once you do the work that first time and it gets to be fun work after that, um, it, it becomes easy. It's plug and play. You've got everything there to go. So it's just about being in your energy and showing up as your best self to help your people online and get let them get to know you. So yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I love it. I could not agree with you more. We are on the exact same page with this stuff. So someone, let's say someone's listening and they're like, okay, this sounds great. Like <laughs> 20K <laughs> launches, doing a five-day challenge, I'm in. Like, what is this, what is the first thing they need to think about? Because I think that people get so caught up in like, you know, how many days is it? And like, what is the tech and like all that stuff. But I mean, I'm sure that you and I are on the same page here where like, maybe that's not really the most important pieces to be thinking about. Like, what would you say? Like, okay, you want to do a challenge. You want to have an incredible launch with your challenge. Here's what really matters. And here's where we need to start. 
Yeah, definitely. Okay. So firstly, the first thing that I say when planning out a challenge, and it sounds so simple, um, but it is so true. And it's that it needs to be something that you are so passionate about because your energy through a challenge is everything. And if you're not in love with your challenge, then I'm sorry, if you're not in love with what you're launching, then no one else is going to be either. So when I go into a launch, I firstly, I believe 110% in the transformation that I can provide my clients that come through my program, or if you're launching a one-on-one or whatever it is, um, that you need to be confident that you can facilitate that train that transformation. Um, and obviously, like there can be fears and stuff that come up, and our confidence levels are going to be at different different stages, but you need to be confident in that you can provide that transformation for them um, and that you love what you've put together. You love your offer. Um, and then when you do that, showing up online and talking about it, your energy is going to come through and um, you're going to be genuinely excited about it. And so then the rest of the people that are in your challenge are also going to be really excited at about it as well. So energy um, is the number one thing going into a launch that is so important. And that is also why I really truly believe in doing the prep work beforehand so that when you're showing up live, doing your five-day challenge or your three-day challenge, however you want to do that, um, all you are focusing on, as I said, is is um, is showing up and providing, you know, great content and building connections and just being in your best self. Um, and the rest is already set and done. So set and forget. Um, so that's the number one thing that I would say is to you make sure that you, you know, you really are passionate about what you are selling because um, the launch process can be quite like lengthy, um, depending on how much prep work you need to do if it's the first time you're launching. Um, and so you need to be able to really hold that energy the whole time and not lose sight of the goal at the end and yeah and keep going and the only way that you can do that is if you you know if you love what you're you're selling um and you believe that it is going to transform the people's lives that sign up with you so that that would be my number one thing (laughs) i love that especially because there are a lot of webinars and challenges on the internet and i feel Mm -hmm. like people can really feel your energy and like are you actually excited about this or are you just doing a challenge because Taylor and Tara told you to? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I love that point. It's so, so true. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so another thing that I think people get really tripped up on and a question I hear a lot is, um, you know, how do I know maybe what to, there's like a few questions here. It's like, how do I know what my free challenge should be so that Mm -hmm. it doesn't give away everything in my course? Or like, when do I know if I'm giving away too much or how do they find that balance? Especially if, you know, I I totally get this because it's like a lot of courses may be about five or six weeks long with like Mm -hmm. weekly hour long trainings. And now you're doing five days of trainings, like boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. Where is that line of, am I giving away too much? Am I crossing a line with my paid content? That sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. So this is something that comes up a lot. And I was the same when I was starting out. I was thinking all of those things, you know, am I giving too much away? Um, You know, where do I draw the line? What do I talk about? All of those things. And I think that is a a question that comes up all the time that people ask me is like, how how do you come up with the challenge content? And, you know, are you worried about giving away too much information? Um, And for me, so firstly, your challenge generally is a sneak peek to your overall offer. Okay. So if you can give them um, either you go through sort of small parts of each module, of your course or your program that you have on offer, or you just focus on one one aspect of it um, and break that down into three days or five days. But I guess the thing is, is that with a challenge for it to be effective, you want to make sure that 
you're providing value and that you're, the people that are signed up for your challenge, that they, um, they're going to have some small wins because if they have wins, if you are able to give them, um, you know, value where they can take away and do something can actually see that it's making a difference. And then they're working towards the goal of what your challenge is about, then they're going to be inspired and feel like that, sorry, feel like it's possible for them. And that's really, really important. And so what my philosophy is, is don't give away your entire method. Okay. You don't want to do that, but give parts of it. But I also think that people get really caught up in thinking, oh, I don't want to give too much value away because then my audience aren't going to sign up to my program. But to me, um, I don't go into it thinking, okay, I'm definitely not going to say this stuff. I want to filter this stuff out because for me, I feel like that's sort of coming from a place of scarcity. But I believe that if I show up and I give so much value that I'm going to blow the socks off my audience, that they're going to get results. And of course, they're going to want to work with me further, right? Opposed to going, oh, I better not tell them that because then they're not going to sign up. Um, and then what, what will happen for your audience is they'll think, well, I didn't really get much value from that. And then of course, they're not going to follow up or, um, you know, purchase your program or continue following you. So my philosophy around it, I guess, is don't give away all of your, your entire method. No, but make sure you give value and don't be afraid to give value and don't be afraid to give away too much because the more value that you can provide your clients, the more they're going to trust you, the more that they're going to want to work with you and stay around and hear what else you have to offer. So I love that. It it sounds like, um, what I'm hearing you say is like, focus more on those small wins you want to give them each day versus how much you're going to say, or, how much yes. you're not going to say or anything like that. And I absolutely I totally agree. Just speak <laughs> from your heart. But I think it sounds like go in knowing this is what I really want them to get from this. And this is that Definitely. small win I want them to be able to go get afterwards. Absolutely. Or maybe it's just like an aha or a mindset shift during, during your live or whatever, you know? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Okay, cool. So the next thing I see a lot of people get tripped up on is how do you even get people to sign up for your challenge? Because, you know, I see a lot of people put a lot of effort into the challenge itself, which is great. They make an incredible landing page. They plan out, I mean, they write an entire script for what they're going to say each day. Like they go above yeah. and beyond with all the strategy inside of the challenge. And then they get like, 10 or 20 people signed up or maybe not even, and that can be really frustrating. And obviously one of the big goals of a challenge is, you know, growing your audience and getting people to watch. Right. So what have you found to be effective with that? Yeah. So I guess there's sort of two parts to it. So there's the things that you can be doing all of the time and that's um, is related to your challenge. And if you've got the time and you planned out, maybe you're at the point where you've planned out your year, you've already done sort of some launches and you know what's coming up, then having a freebie that is related to the program that you're going to be selling and, you know, having that promoted um, and bringing people into your audience all the time that can start to get to know you beforehand can can work, um, which is what I do. So I'm always bringing people into my audience um, and, you know, letting them know about the programs that I've got before I even start launching. But in terms of the, um, when I'm, you know, in full launch mode, um, and I am promoting the challenge, um, I do several things. So, um, I do use Facebook ads, um, and I've had really great success with them. The last challenge I had, I had 850 people sign up, which was fantastic. Wow. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So that was, that was awesome. And that was my biggest launch that I've had to date, which was, um, in March this year, um, when coronavirus was, um, just sort of COVID was all sort of starting and people were online talking about, um, you know, don't be spending, don't be launching big programs and, um, high ticket programs because no one's spending money. And I was three days into my challenge and I was like, you know what, I've committed to this. I'm just going to go all in and do it. Um, and don't get me wrong. There was parts of me that I was like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't, you know, I should have held off. Um, but I just went, no, I need to commit to this. I need to lock it in and go, I, this is what I planned. This is what I'm doing. And I know that this can help people now more than ever. Um, you know, people, it gives people the opportunity to work from home. And so I went for that launch and I, um, I actually made $12,500 on the first day that the cart opened and I, I know, and most of it was paying full. So 90% of the people were paying full and it just went to show me at the time the program was 1497. So it just showed me that people were still spending money. Um, and that, you know, if you just commit to your goal and just, you know, you just keep going at it that you can, you know, you can do anything. And so that, that launch was 30, I made, yeah, it was $32,000 launch, which was my my biggest to date. So I was really excited about that. Um, so in terms of promoting it, I do a couple of things. So, um, firstly, I always create an opt-in page, make sure that I'm collecting emails so that I can, um, you know, make sure I'm in contact with people, letting them know what's going on in the challenge, all of those sorts of things. But the one thing that I like to do is I like to put, um, I like to create like a, PDF downloadable. Um, that is something that I guess complements the challenge. So for instance, when I was running my, my freelancing course, my, um, my VA excellence course for virtual people who wanted to start a virtual assistant business, I, inside the group, I put a freebie in there of my VA blueprint. So it went through all of the stages of starting, um, a VA business. And so the reason that I did that and put it inside the Facebook group opposed to emailing it out once they signed up was that I wanted to, um, give them a reason to join the Facebook group because we know that a lot of the time somebody will sign up, but they won't actually join the, where the challenge happens in the Facebook group. So that's what I've always done when I run a challenge is have some kind of freebie inside the group that they can access straight away once they join the group. And therefore when I'm emailing them and they've signed up, um, you know, they've got an incentive, I guess, to join the group straight away. Um, and so they're already in there. So that's one thing that has worked really well for me. Um, The other thing that I do is um, usually I promote it for about two weeks organically. So it's a thing that I'm talking about on all of my social media platforms. Um, and I use ads for about 10 days prior to um, to the launch actually starting. So um, they're the key things that I do. So I promote it on my Facebook platforms, in groups, on personal profile, um, in other Facebook groups where I can and to my email list. And so um, I do that and then, yeah, I, I just do a... Um, a Facebook ad to my free challenge. So that's it. (laughs) That's incredible. And the fact that you got 850 people in that challenge is amazing. And the fact that you had your best launch during the coronavirus is incredible too. So I just wanted to say like, great job. Like that's awesome. (laughs) And thank you. I just got a little distracted listening to, um, those incredible wins and all this great information on how to like that thing about the PDF and stuff. I'm like, Oh, genius. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I really like that. And people, people seem to love it. And as I said, it just incentivizes them because a lot of the time people, if you haven't done a challenge before or something like this, people will sign up for your opt-in and they'll be on your emailing list, which is fantastic. But the challenge actually happens in the challenge group. And so, um, in the Facebook group. And so you want to make sure that you're getting as many of those people that sign up 
to your to your um, sign up to it through your email list, you want to get them into that into the group where it's happening. And so I found that that's been really a really great tool to be able to get people to go in go into the group. <laughs> that's so smart. Um, are you finding most people coming from your ads? Do you find it's kind of 50, 50 organic and ads? I mean, I know you may not have those exact numbers in front of you, but just curious on where you're finding most of these people are coming from. Look, I do think it's a mixture. So sometimes it is, um, I'd say more from, from the ads, but I've also built because I guess, um, beforehand I was working as a resume writer for, um, for mums a lot of my audience already were interested in my offerings to start, you know, a home-based business. So, um, so a lot of it was from organic as well, because I've had a couple of Facebook groups that have been quite large that I've, um, built and managed. And so a lot of it is organic. And I don't believe that you need to use Facebook ads to have a $10,000 launch because I did two. So my first launch was $8,000. But then my next one was $10,000. And I had one after that, which was 15. And both of them, like I didn't use any paid Facebook ads. I had had no idea about Facebook ads at that time. Um, And so I don't feel like you need um, Facebook ads to do it, but they obviously just, they help. <laughs> they help to, to reach new people that it's, um, that you wouldn't be in front of otherwise. Yeah. And when did you, um, when did you, how did you decide when the time was for you to start using Facebook ads? Because I do like, I feel like you've had such fast growth and, and like pretty consistent growth. It's sounding like, um, yeah. so it's like, I know that that can be really intimidating you know, first starting to use ads. And I know for me, I really just kind of like dipped my toes in and it was a little less intimidating because that was my job before coaching was running Facebook yeah. ads for people. <laughs> I knew, I saw the return. I knew how to kind of look to make sure I was getting a return, but it still was intimidating. So like, I would love to hear what that experience was like for you to decide like when was the right time. And I mean, however much you want to share on that, but did you feel like you just dipped your toes in, you dove right in? Like, that's what I would love to hear. I'm sure. Yes. So I feel like, um, when I, I feel like the best thing to do is if you haven't um, done a launch before and you haven't used Facebook ads, I feel like do a launch to your organic market, make sure that it's something that your people want, um, and see how you go. I did that and I knew that it was working. And so I just got to the point after a couple of, um, launches where I was like, okay, if I can have this kind of result and I can help this many people without using Facebook ads, why not use Facebook ads and, you know, um, be able to make a bigger impact on more people's lives. And so I just went, okay, that's it. I'm going to learn it. I'm going to do a challenge like this. And so, as I said, the first challenge that I did was the first time that I'd used Facebook ads. Um, and yeah. And so that first challenge I bought in, I think it was between 650 and 800 people into that challenge. Um, and a lot of that was through the Facebook ad. And I was like, wow, like, you know, I've been able to get in front of so many people that I wouldn't have had the chance to do that beforehand. So, um, so yeah, I just dove, I guess, dove right into it um, and and started doing them when I decided I was going to run a challenge and just went, okay, let's just give this, give it a, give it its all. But as I said, if you're just starting out um, and Facebook ads feel scary and all that sort of thing, because that's how it felt to me, I felt really overwhelmed. You don't have to do them. Um, you can still have a five-figure month without um, using Facebook ads. I just want to say that you are like a pro at getting people psyched up for your challenges. Like, <laughs> these numbers are really good. I mean, I see a lot of behind the scenes of a lot of people's numbers and you have some really great numbers for your challenge. Oh, thank, you. Just say, just say. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you. 
<laughs> I'm like, girl, what is going on? Over there? <laughs> well, I think that's the thing too, is like, um, knowing your numbers before you go into a launch. And it doesn't mean that you're like married to them and you're obsessed about them, but sort of knowing how many people that you want to aim to have in there to sort of figure out the conversion rate and then what that can sort of, um, you know, what that can mean in, in sales and people that you're helping. And, um, and I guess that's one thing that people sort of get stuck on is, you know, the selling part of the challenge. Um, yeah. And something that's worked really well for me is that I detach from the sales. I just think that if I'm going to show up, I don't care who buys or who doesn't buy. I just know that I'm providing value, I'm changing lives and the right people are going to sign up. Um, and I guess that's a big part of it. And I believe in my offer so much that I feel like it would be a disservice for me not to tell them about it. And so by thinking about the people that I'm helping opposed to the, you know, the amount of sales that I'm making, um, that is what allows me to stay in the energy that I need to, to, to draw in the right people, um, and to make selling easy and not feel icky or scary or any of those things that I know a lot of people face when, when doing that kind of thing. Yeah. And it goes right back to what you were saying earlier of like believing in your offer loving your offer having that great energy behind it. And it has to start there. It can't start with this strategy. It has to start with loving your offer and then creating a challenge you love. And and then it yes. just sounds like just focusing on serving and doing your part. And naturally you've just seen more and more and more people buy from these challenges, which is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's it. That's the thing. That's the key thing is, you know, you've got to, you've got to love what you're selling um, because if you don't, no one else is going to, and they're going to feel that. So um, really, really important. That's, I'm like laughing because my next question is like, what is the key to making sure your challenge converts? So that's what I have down. And you literally say, and that's the key. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, it is absolutely. It's, it's all like to me, the key is, yeah, loving what you are selling, believing in it and knowing the transformation that you can provide. Because if you don't believe in yourself that you can provide that transformation, you're not going to be confident in selling it or talking about it. And so the more you love your offer, the easier it's going to be. You're going to be excited to talk about it. You're not going to have to think about it. Um, it's just, yeah, it just comes naturally and people will see how genuinely excited you are and they'll, they'll feel that energy too. So absolutely the energy, the energy around it and loving your, your, um, loving your offer. I love that. It's so true. It's so important. So let's say they do love their offer and they've got that box checked. Specifically, what do you like, whether it's just one or two tips or whatever you find really important, um, mm -hmm. just to make sure that you can, uh, get the word out the farthest and really, um, make the most of, you know, the sales that you are capable of making during this challenge. Yeah. So I think a lot of that comes down to, um, the, the, the pre-work, the pre, the pre-launch work. Okay. And so, um, I call this the creation phase. And for me, um, the reason I say that is the most of the work happens in the creation phase of so the pre-launch, which is usually one. Um, so my launch phases go for roughly one to six weeks. If it's the first time that I'm launching, because I need to do a bit of work beforehand. And so that's where it comes in into the pre-launch area, um, and the creation phase. So that's where we're setting the foundations of what, um, the launch is going to look like. We figure out our goals and our numbers. Um, we plan out the challenge and what that's going to look like, um, locking the dates, all of those sorts of things, but then also, you know, the creation around what we're going to talk about every day. Um, and I also like to make sure that I've got all of my emails created, all of my social media posts, 
post. Obviously, there's going to be things that come up um, when you're inspired that you want to post when you're doing the launch. But for me, having, you know, the sales page, the opt-in page, everything ready to go um, before I've even, you know, started to promote the challenge, that is a game changer for me because that allows me to um, have the space, as I said, to to um to show up for it um and and make that difference but also in terms of promoting it i know that i've already got everything set out and that the emails are going to go out for when the cart opens for you know um, asking people to join the group beforehand all of those sorts of things are ready to go um but in terms of to get in front of most people look you can't go past using facebook ads in terms of that um but i would say to get you know, to make sure that whatever it is that you are selling or the challenge that you're creating, um, that it solves one of the key problems that your ideal client has, or it talks directly to their desire. I much prefer focusing on the desires, but I find that, um, in terms of creating a challenge, um, really solving one key pain point of your ideal client is the best way to incentivize them to join your challenge. Um, and so that's, that's the biggest thing that I would say in terms of getting people, yeah, to, to want to, to want to be there. The more, the bigger the problem that you're solving, the more that people, you know, the more people you're getting. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Man, I, I love this so much. Do you feel like... I know. I think this is just so much for everyone. I don't, I don't think there's much that we're missing. And I think it's just very <laughs> obvious that if people need help with their challenges and their launches, maybe even ads, strategy, all that, they need to talk to you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, I'd love to do that. I could talk about this all day, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So for somebody that is really resonating with what you're saying and this, your style and just who you are, where can they go and find you? Yeah. So, um, I, my main, main place that I hang out is, um, on, in my Facebook group. So I'd love for you guys to come and join. It's called fierce and fearless female entrepreneurs. Um, or otherwise you can just follow me, um, on Facebook and my, my page is Tara K Houston. (laughs) Perfect. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and also just being so open and willing to share so much value unfiltered, just giving the answers. I mean, I'm sure everybody's going to have pages of notes. I even took some stuff away from this because you're just like, <laughs> with it. So <laughs> thank, oh, you. Thank, thank you so much for having me. I've loved talking about this. As I said, I could talk about it all day um, and I love what you do. So I feel very honored that I was able to come on and share this with your audience. Oh, thank you so much. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone listening, I will see you next week and I really hope you enjoy this episode and all of the ways to follow Tara and get in contact with her will be in the show notes as well. Bye guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.